the things I wanted to talk to you guys about are really interesting because as we did this poll, one of the questions we asked was, how did you end up here? And the majority of you put, I was invited by somebody. Then when I asked the question, why do you not like inviting people to church? You said, I don't want to push my religion on someone. But the very th previous question, or the two previous questions before, you said you were actually invited by someone to come. And then also a lot of you, majority of you said, too uncomfortable. And then also the last question, a majority of you said, 10 plus friends, you know, who do not go to church anywhere. So there's this gap here of like, I, I only come, people will only come to something if they are invited. That is the truth. We saw that in this poll for this room right here. You only really come to things. Church now is not seen as this thing where anybody can come anytime. For some reason, there's this facade about it. Like you have to be invited. Like it's a club that you, it's invite only. And so people won't just come and try it out. They feel like they have to invite, be invited by somebody. But at the same time, there's this dichotomy where people are going, oh, but I don't want people to feel pressured like I'm pushing my religion on them. But they won't come unless we invite them. And as we can see on that survey, there are plenty of us who know plenty of people who aren't really attending church anywhere. So there are people out there who have never come to a church, who've never sat foot in a church, and the church is okay. But what we really want them to find out about is Jesus. And we built 4640 to be a place where kids could come and they could feel welcome and they could learn about Jesus. Also, we wanted a place where it would be easy for you guys to invite your friends. It, we wanted it to be easier. You could just say, hey, come eat nachos with me, or apparently uh, cheesecake bites. Tell them cheesecake bites, apparently not nachos. Uh, hey, come hang out tonight with me and play volleyball, or play basketball, or just come sit on some comfy couches and talk with me. That'd be awesome. Or hey, come play, do full court shot bets, and maybe see somebody get their like, face stuffed with snow, or ugly, nasty, ketchup shots. We do that after service. If you ever want to know why people are heaving half-court shots in the basketball court, it's because we're generally playing for something awful. It's awesome. It's super fun. So we wanted it to be easy for you to invite your friends because we wanted it to be hard for students in Grand Junction to go to hell. That is the truth. When Jesus said this in John 6, 14, 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life no one can come through the Father except through me. We believe that. And when he said in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, we have to take that into account. And if, if we are in this room and saying, I am a believer in Jesus Christ, I am considering myself a Christian, then we have to take this seriously. That, yeah, we don't want to be pushy about our religion, and, and that can get uncomfortable, and that can get awkward, but at the same time, there's this very real truth that Jesus is the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. That no one gets to heaven. No one goes to the Father except through him. That the wages of sin, the mistakes we've made in our lives, this death, or eternal death is, death is what this is actually talking about, or what we call hell. But he's saying, but the free gift of God is eternal life in heaven through Jesus Christ. See, Jesus is this greatest gift. And there are so many of you who said, I know 10 plus people who've never set foot in a church, which means they've probably never heard what Jesus has done for them, which means that there are many people in your school who are, do not know that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and have never heard about or experienced the greatest gift that anyone would ever experience, and that is Jesus. Because Jesus, on their side, 
heaven when they die, that hope of eternity changes everyone's life when they hear about it. And it's so important, and it's the most important thing. And it's why we do these things called Make a Match Challenge. Like every single, like every couple months, we do something where we're saying, hey, invite your friends, because we want it to be hard for 4640 students or Grand Junction students to go to hell. But the thing is, is it all starts with an ask. So growing up, I always went to church with my family every Sunday, and from as early as I can remember, it was always the same routine. Get up Sunday morning, go to church, go to the grocery store and get our shopping done for the week, and then go home. There was nothing ever that really excited me about going to church, and there was really nothing that I left the service feeling any different about. So this went on from as early as I can remember until about my freshman year of high school, but I will say that I did get really good at annoying my older brothers in church and then getting them in trouble with my mom for the retaliation they had against me. So at least I had that going for me. So this went on until my freshman year of high school and then we just kind of fell away from the whole church thing. Life got a little too busy and we decided that church was one of the things that we could afford to cross out of our lives. And after this, I had about a year's worth of my life that I lived without church in it at all. I was sleeping in on Sundays, and I was not going to church, and I was having a good time with it. I didn't feel any different, so I thought that it was okay. And this went on until about halfway through my sophomore year of high school when I randomly got invited one Tuesday by my friend Griffin to join him at a 4640 service. And it was like a scene from a movie, right? So I need you guys to get in your imagination and picture this with me. Lunch had just ended, and I'm standing outside of the cafeteria. And out of nowhere, Griffin comes walking around the corner. And it's like everything is in slow motion. And he walks up to me for what feels like a lifetime. And he finally gets to me. And he leans in real close. And he says, hey, want to come to 4640 with me? (laughs) To which I replied, yeah, sure, why not? Now, Griffin was a friend of mine that I didn't really think was into the whole, like, church group thing. But he ended up being a person that opened up such a huge door for me in my life. And I guess a night out with a buddy didn't sound so bad after all anyways. So we came that Tuesday night, and I walked in the room, and I immediately knew that I was going to love it here. I saw the energy in the room and the way that everybody interacted with each other, and I just knew I was going to like it. Buzzers, much like tonight, was the announcement skit on that night that I walked in, and I watched three different people get tortured in horrible ways, and I loved it. (laughs) I sat down, and I I listened to the message, and the message didn't only tell me about what the Bible says, but it told me about how that applies into my own life. And that was huge for me because that's something that church had never taught me before. It was like I instantly realized that there was something bigger about 4640 than coming just to hang out with friends. I realized that this was a place to get to know God more and more each week that I came. So I kept coming, and I kept getting more and more connected, and I joined a small group, and in that small group, I met some people that have become my closest friends in life that I tell everything to. And after a while, I decided I was going to start attending on Sundays here as well. And newsflash for you guys, just in case you didn't know, Sundays are just as awesome as 4642. I got really connected there, and I started volunteering with our green team with the elementary schoolers on Sundays, and I was loving every second of it. But as they say, all good things must come to an end. 
I graduated high school and I had made plans to attend Arizona State University for a degree in chemical engineering. So I moved to Phoenix and I began school. While I was there, I had a lot of trouble finding a church that was anywhere close to as awesome as Fellowship and here at 4640. So I became pretty disconnected through that school year and by the end of it, I knew as soon as I got back into town for the summer that I needed to get right back into 4640. And it was during that summer after my freshman year of high school that I realized why I loved it here so much. I was here on a, a regular Tuesday night, much like this one, when I got a call into ministry from God. He told me that he wanted me to be a pastor. Now me, in my infinite wisdom, had already signed a lease to an apartment in Arizona thinking I was gonna go to school again the next year. So once again, as they say, all good things must come to an end, and I returned to Arizona. This, the only difference being that this time, I didn't go to school because ASU didn't offer a degree for becoming a pastor. Big shocker. So I worked and I lived there for another eight months, and then at the beginning of 2019, I came home for a really close friend of, mine wed friend, close friend of mine's wedding, and I learned about the, the uh, internship opportunity here at the church, and I jumped all over it. Now, mind you, I still lived in a completely different state, and I was jumping at this opportunity. I didn't care about what was standing in the way. I moved home before my lease was over, and I still paid rent for four months at that apartment that I didn't even live in. Anyways, I started my internship, and I've been at it for about the past nine months now, and it has been the greatest thing that I have ever done. I am now the person that gets tortured on buzzers most of the time, and let me tell you, everything that happens to us is just as bad as it looks, if not worse. <laughs> now guys, the reason that I told you all of this is to show you that there was one major turning point in my life, and this turning point was when I was invited by my friend Griffin to come to 4640 with him. Without this invitation, I wouldn't have discovered as easily of what all of God had laid out for me and his plans for my life. Now this major intersection in my life was so crucial to who I would become and how I would be able to handle certain situations in my life. Like when I was a junior in high school, my parents got a divorce. And without the support that I had from people here at 4640, there's no way I would have been able to get through that as easily as I did or come out on the other side as strong as I did. Without the foundation of my faith that was built here in this room, I don't think I would have been able to make it back from college to realize what I was put here on this earth to do. And without meeting the friends that I did here, I would have lacked so much support and accountability in my life. I could have easily gotten sucked into a toxic friend group where God isn't even a focus in the relationships of it. And all of this wouldn't have been possible without that one invite from Griffin on that Tuesday. And Griffin didn't have to go to extreme lengths to ask me. All he had to do was say, hey, do you wanna to come to 4640 with me? And guys, it's never harder than that to ask somebody either. It's super easy to fall into lies about, well, they need to be going through this much stuff in their life, but, but not, not too much stuff, and they have, but they have to be going through enough, you know, and I have to ask them right after they've eaten so I know they're in a really good mood, and that's how I'll have the best chance of getting them to come with me. No, it's not like that at all. All you have to do is ask, and the right time to ask somebody to church is all the time. 
You don't have to be a perfect person to ask somebody either. Like I said, Griffin wasn't somebody that I thought of as being into the whole like church group thing, you know? I'm pretty sure he was only coming here because there was a girl that he liked that was here. The only thing that mattered to me was that he was somebody that I liked to spend my time around. And it's really important, guys, to not be limited by your own comfortability when you're asking somebody. We never know what somebody is going through in their lives, and your invitation might be coming at the exact moment to be able to pull them out of a situation in their life that's causing them suffering. What I said earlier about what I went through when Jesus was by my side could only be a fraction of what that somebody you're thinking about asking is going through without Jesus in their life at all. So when you break out of your comfort zone for a few seconds and invite that person, you have the potential to put somebody else back in theirs forever. And honestly, even if you know somebody that isn't going through that much in their life, you know, their life's pretty easy, it's going really well for them, you should still ask them to come to church with you. God can take any situation, good or bad, and make it better. He isn't limited by any, anything. God is limitless. The joy that we have found in Jesus deserves to be shared with everybody. The freedom that he provides has no limit, and there's no maximum amount of people that he can help. So why not offer it to as many people as we can? Matthew 28, 19 says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. God straight up commanded us to go out and lead people to him. And it's as easy as just saying, hey, do you wanna to come to 4640 with me? So after taking all of this into account, it's time to ask yourself, what is stopping me from asking somebody to come here with me on a Tuesday? And here's a hint, guys. The answer should be nothing. There should be nothing in the way of you and asking that person to join you on a Tuesday night at 4640. And if you feel like there is something in the way, you have to realize that that is a lie straight from the enemy and you have to cast it out in the name of Jesus. So guys, take that step of faith. Invite somebody to 4640. It might just be exactly what they need. So we're talking about this tonight because next week, obviously, like I, we announced earlier, is the Bring Your Friend Night, which we call Make a Match Challenge. And this is just one of those things where we want it to be easy for you to invite your friends. Now, we should have called the sermon The Asks and not just The Ask because we're, we're saying we know a lot of people that do not come to church. And so if we know a lot of people that do not come to church, then we need to make this ask quite a few times. Now, how the rules go is obviously if you bring somebody who's never, ever set foot in 4640, you'll get five tickets, they'll get five tickets. The get better's your chance of winning one of these prizes. Now, if you bring somebody who hasn't been since like the sixth grade of, in middle school and they used to come in 4640 a long, long time ago, we still want to give you five tickets because we want these people who, even if you feel like they used to come, but man, it's been like a year or two and they've fallen away, we want you to encourage them. We want you to try and ask them, get them here because we want them to feel connected again. We want to try and see if, if they, they can just sort of like rekindle that relationship with Jesus as well as us here at 4640. So invite them. We're going to throw you a couple extra tickets if you do that as well. The game's super simple. We're just drawing names out of a, a jar. And if your name gets picked, you try and make a match. And if you make a match, we give you some awesome prizes. But once again, what we're saying is the prize is not necessarily do, are they going to win Starbucks or anything. We are going to tell your friends about Jesus. And as us, as Christians, are saying... Yes, we don't want to push our religion on other people, 
but we're right. And I need you to believe that in your own heart. I need you to believe that you're right. Because if Jesus isn't the way, the truth, and the life, and you're going, oh, but there's other ways besides that, then that means Jesus is a liar. And him saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life, if that doesn't matter, then he's just some crazy old guy 2,000 years ago. And so we either have to take his word for the word and go, that is truth, that is absolute truth. Jesus, we need Jesus. When it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. When we're saying those things, we need to go, that is the truth, and we need to live by that truth. And if we live by that truth, then I want my friends to live by that truth because the opposite of Jesus is so much worse. There's no hope, there's no like joy, there's no peace in life, and we're seeing that in the world today. We're seeing that in, in people where they're just suffering from depression, suicidal thoughts, where they're just this sad all the time, we're not, where they're arguing, they're angry. We're seeing that in the world. And Jesus is saying, I am the way, not just to heaven, but I am the way to a better life. Jesus said, I came to give life uh, to the abundant, to the fullest. And he wants that for you in this room. And he wants that for every person that came to mind when we asked that question, who do you know of a friend that has never come to a church before? He wants that for them too. So we're asking you tonight, Make the asks this week, next week, and do what you need to do. Once again, we're saying, step out of your comfort zone. Ask a lot of people, anybody you have favor with that is just like, maybe they think you're cool. Maybe you've never hung out with them, but you're cooler than them. Ask them because they still need Jesus, right? Maybe it's just somebody, maybe it's your entire team that you play with. Maybe it's the chess club. Maybe whatever it is, ask, ask, because it's the ask that is necessary to bring them here. We are asking you for help. We need your help to make it hard for students in Grand Junction to go to hell. We need your help to play out and to fulfill that mission by asking those students and your friends and your peers at your school. So you don't need, once again, the Saturn doesn't have to be in a particular place in the sky. You know, the stars don't have to be aligned. You don't have to like stand out in their yard with a stereo over your head in preparation for the ask. You don't have to do anything crazy. You just have to ask. Just have to say, hey, next week we're having a lot of fun at 4640. There's a chance to win some awesome prizes. Do you want to come? They might say, no. You're going to go, okay, see you later. But ask, 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 right? Because it's that ask that could change a life. Let's pray. And I pray, Lord, for every Grand Junction student in this valley that they would come to know you, Jesus, that it would truly be hard for a student in this valley to go to hell. God, we thank you so much for what you're going to do in our lives, in the lives of those who are coming next week. And I pray, Lord, that you would just be with us and keep us safe till next week. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.